Hello and welcome to my Caravan Industry Insights podcast. This podcast is for anyone working in the caravan industry, whether you're from a manufacturer, supplier or dealer here in the UK or elsewhere. So listen every week to hear insights, interviews and marketing tips to help keep you and your business more informed and successful. I'm John Rawlings, a journalist and communications expert with a lifelong passion for caravanning and 20 plus years PR and events experience in the car and caravan industries. From starting in the editorial team at Practical Caravan Magazine to working in the press offices at Vauxhall, Volvo and Volkswagen and now in my own business specialising in the caravan industry. Hello, welcome to the latest issue of my Caravan Industry Insights podcast. Sorry if I'm sounding a bit croaky, but I have literally driven home from the caravan or for three days at the Motorhome and Caravan Show. And yeah, a bit croaky. Partly that's a combination of having had a booster, COVID booster jab just before I went, or just the fact that I've been uh, talking to so many people. Plus that, that environment at the NEC and spending three days in that is, yeah, never conducive to good health, really, I don't think. But it was such a great show. Really, really good to see it. So many catch up with so many people. There's some really useful meetings about some new work as well, which is even better. But I suppose the star of the show really is the all the amazing and beautiful caravans and motorhomes that were there, plus all the accessories, etc. It really felt a huge show, partly because I was walking from one end to the other quite a lot, so I've done quite a few miles. The layout of the October show always seems seems more spread out than the February one because it's more of a sort of a boomerang shape, really, I think I'd describe it, rather than a U-shape. February shows just feels a bit more easy to nip about. I kept getting lost, actually, in, in this one, because the numbers of the halls aren't always sequential, and you suddenly think, right, which hall am I in? So, anyway, thank goodness they produce something about it. I found that really, really useful. So I can't remember if I've already said, but Tuesday, on the first day when I was there, Tuesday was absolutely round, and from the interviews that I've done during the show, it sounds like it's been a pretty successful day for most most manufacturers there. I know they've sold out for Friday, Saturday and Sunday, so good luck everybody with that. That that means they've got 21,000 people a day coming in. And I spoke to someone from the NCC today who said overall ticket sales were, I think, already at 114,000, which is really impressive. I mean, that's way on par with pre-COVID, I think, the last one. Let's check, but it's really, really impressive. Obviously, I think got a bit of a feeling, a bit of pent-up demand. And definitely still people spending money, which is really good to hear. People obviously still want to have their caravan and motorhome delivered for next year. And why not get the order in now, I suppose? Good for them. Really, really good. So some of the 2023 models, they're not a lot of innovation, as expected. But I think one thing I've noticed at the show was really how much the graphics have improved on a lot of the caravans. Swift has certainly up the game again this year with their 2023 models. We've already got the Bailey with the Unicorn and the Anti Grande models with fantastic graphics down the side. And then the, the Owen Highroad UK group with the Aldis and Compass models got some great graphics as well. It really makes them stand out. And I think one thing that's made me think about the latest caravans is that I attended the Caravan Writers Guild 40th anniversary dinner on well Wednesday night. And this sort of just made me reflect on 40 years. And also actually the fact that it's almost exactly 30 years ago since I started working as a journalist at Practical Caravan Magazine. And it just made me realise how much caravans have developed. So the, the graphics in particular was the main thing, or one particular thing that stood out for me. And I can remember this, when things used to be a lot simpler. But no, I thought they all looked really good. I mean, 
it's quite bewildering actually for the customers out as its service. There's a lot of choice out there and yeah, really, really love looking around it all. So anyway, I won't ramble on about that. Oh, well, I didn't know, tell you what I haven't said is that I really enjoyed some of the talks at the Inspiration Theatre as well. I thought that was a really successful feature. I particularly liked seeing Simon Reeve open the show and do his talk on the first day. Big fan of his TV shows and really enjoyed the uh, his programme down his travels through the Americas at the moment, if you haven't seen that, I definitely recommend it. There was also Cat Bird, who worked for Travels in Norway, Lee Davy talking about continental travel versus uh, package holidays, etc. And Andrew Ditton was talking about his travels and also getting a lot of interest in his touring with his electric vehicle. There was a technical session with experts as well. They all seemed really good. It's a really popular feature. That's even better. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention is that the Caravan Writers Guild, we had an AGM on the Tuesday night. And I am now in, uh, have now been chosen or elected, whatever, to be the chairman of the Guild as a voluntary position. And we've got quite a new mem- few mem- new members on the committee. So, yeah, that's going to be an interesting project for me over the next year. I'm really looking forward to it. So I kicked off my chairmanship with uh, the Guild dinner on the Wednesday night. So a few words at the end. Thanks, thanks uh, and announced our winners of the Guild's Doug King award for journalism that's obviously if anyone doesn't know Doug King was a very long-standing member of the guild who obviously passed away a few years ago and John Wickersham was also sadly no longer with us but he pioneered video awards as well the awards are sponsored by Kingfisher Insurance Services so I'm very very grateful to them and I should tell you who the winners are shouldn't I the winners of the, the winner of the John Wickersham video award was none other than Andrew Ditton for a video he's got on his YouTube channel showing how his caravan was a real sanctuary for him in a difficult time recently and uh, you know, particularly good for his mental health. The winner of the Doug King Journalism Award, well, actually we had three runners up with exactly the same score. They were Peter Baver from Practical Caravan Magazine, Lee Davy, and John Sutheran. Well done, those three. The winner was Marcus Leach, another, another freelance journalist. And Marcus was in my last episode of the of this podcast, so you can hear, if you haven't already, hear all about his big European odyssey, travelling full-time and producing content. But the, the article he wrote was from last year when he went on a family tour, a family weekend away in Wales, I believe. And, uh, yeah, the judges really liked that. He was a conclusive winner, so... Congratulations to both winners who got a thousand pounds each. That's not bad, is it? Definitely worth definitely worth applying it in the future if you know anyone that wants to do that. They don't have to be guild members to enter the competition. So yeah, I'll be spreading the word about that. Finally, the last thing I did today was go to the Campania Caravaning Club's announcement of their new outjoyment report. You might remember ten years ago they did a real richness report, which which kind of gave the statistics to confirm that caravanning and camping and motorhome holidays are good for you, which we knew that anyway, but it just confirmed the real benefits to mental health, etc. So I'm going to do a separate, so I've done a separate interview on that, and uh, we'll go into much more detail on that in a future episode of the podcast. So who did I speak to while I was there? Well, I spoke to lots of people, but the people I spoke to for uh, just a quick catch-up on the podcast, I've done a real cross-section from dealers, a couple of manufacturers and YouTubers, the Roman Radfords, and travel people, Rob Fern from Alan Rogers, suppliers such as Whale and Paint Seal Direct, 
And then finally, I caught up with another podcaster, Motorhome Matt, who was having a big presence at the show with a stand and lots of branding everywhere. And he had the, the luxury of a production team with him as well, doing video as well. So I've got a video of my interview with him. And uh, we had a great chat about podcasting. Obviously, big fans of each other's podcasts, which is great. And uh, I'm really grateful to, for him putting all that investment into his, his uh, branding at the show to raise the profile of, of podcasts in this sector. So from what he says, uh, confirms the interest in this this format, which is fantastic. I would definitely be interviewing him um, in more depth at a later date. Right. I think you've heard enough of me. I'm certainly losing my voice rapidly and it's the end of a very long day. So I will stop talking there and go now into these snippets. I think that's probably a more accurate description. But thank you to everyone that took part. I'll list them all briefly. That's Paul Chance from TMD Motorhomes, Joe Geddes-Hold from Adventure Leisure Vehicles, Ben Parkin from Coachman, as I said, Stephen Lindsay from The Roving Radford, Simon Howard from Bailey, Rob Fern from Alan Rogers, Mark Walmsley from A Whale, and Andrew Bradbury from Paintsill, and of course, as I said, Motorhome Matt. So let's hear what everyone's got to say. So this is the second day at the Motorhome and Caravan Show, and uh, one of the first people I've spoken to today is Paul Chance from TND Motorhomes. We're currently on the Adria stand. And Paul, I just wanted to ask you how the first day had gone for you. I understand it was pretty busy. Yeah, first day was very, very positive. Yep. Customers were keen to engage with us to talk to us about the products on the stand we we sold more motorhomes on this stand than we have done for quite a few years prior to covid so all in all yeah a very 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 productive and busy day so you've seen the first day of the show normally people are more looking not not used to get so many sales is that right? yes we do find that the, the first day of the show can be quite slow in terms of sale and engage with the customers and it generally builds up as the week goes on but we seem to hit the ground running on uh, on the first day of this show, it was, it was extremely encouraging. Cool. Well, you sell Adria, Eldis and Burstner. That's correct, yeah. Okay. Which which brand do you sell the most of yesterday? Adria. Adria. We did quite well on Burstner as well. A little bit slower on Eldis for day one, but I'm sure that will change. Yeah, well, that's a pretty good game for day one, isn't it? And why did you get so busy? I mean, it, what, it did feel particularly packed yesterday, but yeah, well, there's obviously a bit of built-up demand. I think that there is, there is some built-up demand. I think... Prices are increasing quite rapidly, so people are keen to lock in their motorhome at, at the price that they know it's going to be delivered at. I also think that you know, this is the first big show we've had for some time, so there, there, there could be that pent-up demand of people waiting for this show to come and get the best deal that they can. Yeah. So, yeah. And how is, how is the supply going with you at the moment? Supply is patchy at, at best. It's very difficult to be able to say exactly when we're going to see the product coming through. Difficult for the manufacturers because I believe it kind of stems back to fear not being able to tell them when they're going to when they get the chassis. But it's, it, it's, it's slowly improving. It's, it's becoming a slowly improving picture. But we have to be careful to manage expectations and not over-promise what we can't do next time. Okay, Paul, thanks very much. I'll have a good rest of the show and I'll speak to you soon. Thanks very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. So the second person I've met today is Joanne Geddes from, well, Joe, I'll let you introduce yourself. Okay, so I'm, yeah, Joanne Geddes-Hold from Adventure Leisure Vehicles based at T-Bay in near Pemry. Okay, and we're here on the Knauts stand. Are you here for the whole show on this stand? <laughs> I am. We're here for, yeah, I've been here Tuesday to Sunday. Cool. Uh, yeah. So how was the first day of the show yesterday? Really good. Quite steady. Um, but a lot, a lot of interest. Sold a couple. 
I think overall, as a, as a canal stand, we sold probably about 20. Wow. So a lot of people have come in on and ready to buy. Excellent. It's good for the industry as a whole. Absolutely. So, Talk to me about, you've got the new Canal Azure, Azure. caravan yeah. range here. So and I understand you sold one yesterday. I Yes, I did. And it I was the first person in the UK to sell an Azure, which was, yeah, it was really good. I didn't realise it, but yeah, that was. <laughs> but yeah, it's amazing machine, quite innovative, very compact. But yeah. Yeah, I've done an interview with Knaus from Dusseldorf actually about the new technology and production technology. Right. And the interior is quite different as well, isn't it? Yes. Very nice. Yeah, yeah it really is. Good. good. Yeah. Well, good luck with the rest of the show. Nice yeah. to see you. Nice to see you. And too. Uh, talk with you again soon. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm now here on the coachman stand with Ben Parkin, the sales... Sales director. Director. So yeah. hello, Ben. Hello. You, it's, just, it's day two of the show. I'm asking everyone roughly the same question, really. How, how was day one and how do you think the show is going to pan out for you. Yeah. Day one was very well attended. A lot of customers, for old customers who we've not seen for a few years because the shows hasn't yeah. been around. Yes. And I think there was a pent up desire to just come and, and see what had changed in the market for these customers. It certainly felt really busy yesterday. Yes, I think it I think it was it was sold out yesterday, so it was full attendance, probably twenty one thousand. Wow. Wednesday, Thursday is is mid teens, fifteen, sixteen thousand. Is that Friday, Saturday, Sunday sold out as well. So. Yes, I heard that. That's cool, yeah. And can you say what sales were like yesterday? Sales were very the numbers were in line with the last show, two thousand and nineteen. Okay. So yeah. there's obviously a lot going on in the world at the minute, but I think the last thing people want to give up are the holidays. So there's de decided to, to to upgrade their caravan and or, or move to a motorhome, perhaps, as was there from customers. So now we were pleased. Yeah, so it's just not, it's not the first time you've had motorhomes in your stand. I remember seeing them at a previous show, but there's a lot of interest in your new Travel Master, isn't there? Correct, yeah. So we launched them in February. The, the reception in February was fantastic. Mm. We sold 22 on that on the in the six days in February. Wow. Which was great considering the, the, the Monday nobody knew it was really gonna be there with wow. you know time scales in manufacturing at the moment. So yeah, it yeah. was a fantastic result. We sold a couple yesterday as well, which is the first opportunity people have had to, to view them since then. Right. Uh, so no, it's very positive and and yeah we'll we'll see what the week brings. And you've you haven't made a lot of changes for twenty twenty three in your caravan range, have you? It's fairly No correct. We we due to, you know, supply chain yeah, one, yeah. one or two other bits we've tried to keep things straightforward. So a lot of the, the a lot of the products has run through from 22. Yeah. However, it was new in 22. Um, oh, okay. So the, the sales figures have validated that the changes were positive and, and uh, we've, we've just continued to run the product from 22 to 23 to minimize disruption. And yeah, the, the sales figures would tell us that people like them. So we were happy to run through. And what are lead times looking like at the moment? Pretty good. We're quoting spring delivery for customers. So anyone who, gets their order in whilst they're at the show, will benefit from, from spring delivery, which just in time for the summer holidays. Yeah, so spring, is that March or April? March or March to May, depending right. where the schedule ends up falling. Uh, yeah, 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 so so now, and, and, and again, that's, you know, March, April time signals the start of the season for most. Uh, yes, 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 for Easter and school holidays and stuff like that. 100%, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Great, thank you very much. Good luck with the rest of the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, so hello. This I've just bumped into Stephen Lindsay from the Roaming Radfords, and I've loved watching your summer trips to oh, a six-week trip through uh, Albania and Italy and right. everywhere. I was uh, stalking you on social media, <laughs> <laughs> so it's really good to catch up with you at the same. Now you're on stage quite a lot, aren't you? 
You? Yes, we're on the inspiration stage yesterday and on Friday. Doing so, a talk about our Albania trip. Yes, and on the Camperton Caravanning Club stage as well. Just a small stage, just lovely. Yes. That's a lot more interactive. We're talking about that trip and also the our UK trips as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 Well, that was an epic trip. Too. I mean, I've been to some of those countries, but mm. I think you're, you just started just as I got back on holiday. And I was so envious. Oh. You were still away and all these... The, the lifestyle. We saw you stalking thing. us on social media. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I was hoping to catch up with you at Dusseldorf, but we did. Right. We missed high couple of days, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So you've got more trips lined up? What? We're going away on Saturday, but we've not actually finalised <laughs> where we're going yet. Oh. We're going to come to the show in the van, and from there, we don't know. We're probably heading north. I'm sticking in the UK because yeah. the kids are off next week. So, oh, of course, it's yeah. half term. Yes. It's a one week half term. Yes. Yes. yes, that's true. And next summer, have you thought that far ahead yet? Well, can you say? Yes. Well, we have been discussing, and then I think there's, there's two possibilities on the cards. We'll yeah. get an exclusive there. Yeah. But we're either thinking, I'm thinking Morocco. And I quite like the idea of Turkey because I'm excited about the countries on the way there as well. Yes, well, you got pretty close to Turkey this year. Absolutely, we did. Yes, but but we're thinking we'll we'll skip the Croatia and and the areas we've done this year and maybe head straight down to Turkey. A bit more driving mm. and then enjoy down in that area and the food. We're looking forward to Turkey. Yeah. When you yes. say straight there, <laughs> I'm quite excited to explore Bulgaria and Romania on the way there as well. We're on the way back. Or on the way back. Or on the way back. No, and I, a bit more Albania as well, maybe, because we did love Albania this did year. Did you? Did you? Yeah, I went to Turkey with the Bailey trip, the Istanbul trip, mm. and I organised the whole thing. So we came back via Bulgaria and Romania. Yeah. And it was like, Romania is stunning. Really, really pretty. Mm. Stay at Vampire Camping to see the uh, Red Dracula. Was, yeah. Was yeah. Yeah, 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 They were all yeah. really friendly. There was a lovely campsite in Bulgaria, actually, but I'll get in touch with you about that. <laughs> and the Transven Garrison. We want to drive, oh, that. I want to yeah, drive that road. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how exciting. That's Isn't it? Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see any bears when you were exploring? Didn't see any bears. Oh, no, but then we didn't go hiking or anything. We were it was pretty quick. But no, Romania was really stunning, really mm. stunning. And actually, Turkey was lovely. The people were really nice. Who is it? Tread the globe. You're quite, quite yeah, crazy. yeah. Absolutely. They love it, don't they? Yeah. Look why they took so long there, didn't they? Yeah, they're organising a trip there as well. Yes, I, I think. saw that. Yeah, yeah. And what yeah. they did for the turtle population there was amazing. Yes, was the turtle sanctuary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, really fab to see you guys. I'll do a no. proper interview with you at some stage. But, that would uh, be lovely. That would be lovely. Up again, yeah, lovely. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. So hello, now I'm on the Bailey stand here with Simon Howard. And Simon, just want to quick catch up with you to see how the show is going for you. How was the how was the first day? John, great to see you again. And it's great to be back at the NEC. First time we've been here in October since 2019. Gosh, so incredible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it's really exciting. Yeah. And there is genuine excitement with the visitors to be back. I mean, mm -hmm. we had the show in February, but that was still very COVID affected. Oh, yes. Whereas yes. this is, seems like more a normal show. So yes. it's been very good. The, the attendances have been strong. Sales have been very encouraging, taking on motorhomes. Despite of the flat supply is still pretty limited. Right. Uh, people still very keen on yep. motorhomes. Caravans still strong. Yep. Motorhomes at the moment, I'd say, is probably the the most popular of the two vehicle types. Um, what are the lead times like for you? When, when are you promising people deliveries? It depends on the base vehicle. Right. Uh, oh, yes, of course. Yeah. We have two types. One run is better than the other, but for yeah. like a Ford base vehicle, you're looking sort of February, March, which generally ties in with the March registrations. So oh, yes. that's, that's, that's uh, pretty good. It's a good, good availability for this sort of show. Yeah. On the Peugeot based cabs, it's sadly the summer, so which is a bit longer. So we're not quite there yet in terms right. of supply, but certainly for 50% of our portfolio, there's pretty reasonable availability yeah. for people. Generally, what we're finding in terms of sales, this is probably the first time people have got to see a lot of the new product. Yes. It hasn't been as much as normal on retail sites. Mm -hmm. So probably 
customers are at an earlier stage of the buying process than they would normally be. Okay. Normally, they'd come to the show having seen a variety of different products yeah. come to the show to do the deal, whereas we're spending more time demonstrating product customers who are seeing it for the first time. So that's probably how it perhaps differed to be a traditional option. It certainly felt very, very busy yesterday. It looks old club day. It was rammed in places, I thought. Yeah, no, yeah. it was good numbers. I mean, I think the NCC policy of capping the numbers each day works really well. Right. Because what you do is you get a good flow of people each day. And yeah. prior to that, quite often have a quiet four days during the week. And uh, then it'll be crazy busy during Saturday when really get in the vehicles or do the customers the justice to, yeah. to demonstrate the product. But by spreading the attendance out over the six days, yeah. it generally works a lot better for, for the exhibitors, but also for the customers. I think they get more enjoyable experience. Yes, yeah. that's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. That's a really useful tip. Lovely. All right, well, good luck with the rest of the show. I'm sure you'll have a success and I will see you again soon. Great to speak to you as always, John. Thank you. So here I am, Hall 9. It's the end of nearly the end of the day, and I've just bumped into someone I wanted to say hello to. It's Rob Fern, the general manager of Alan Rogers Travel Guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rob, how has the show, how's the show going for you? Exceptionally busy. Really? Busy, the busiest I've known it in 10 years, I would say. Wow. We've sold more guides and handed out more of our Destinations magazine than ever before. Right. So much so that we've had to send a truck back to Kent to pick up more stock. Well, I mean, that's just because there's more people here or it's more interest or? I think there are more people and the quality of the footfall is better. So they're more engaged, more interested in talking to us and more interested in the products as well. Right. So does that mean there's a lot of people wanting to tour abroad after years of staycation? It would seem so, yes. That's interesting. Cool. So and what about the rest of the week? Have you, once you've got your more stock in, you're going to see we're going to be sell, sell, sell. And then come the weekend as you run out? If we run out by the weekend, then we'll take a well and <laughs> break, <laughs> I think. Because <laughs> if we've sold out, we've bought a double the stock that we've had already. It's incredible. Uh, yes, it is yeah. incredible. It's it's really good. Yeah. And we're in a little bit of a dingy little passageway between halls here. So it sort of filters customers through. So we're between a couple of the halls, eight yeah. and nine, I think it is. Right. Um. And so, yeah, we're in a quite high footfall area. Yeah, um, you. And we've got our guides for sale. We're also selling Sammy Faircloth's Caravan Handbook oh, yeah. and Catbird's Homing Handbook. Oh, great. As books. well as, yeah. the Alan Rogers guides. Brilliant. Okay. Well, if there's one left, I might have a little look at it and do some holiday planning. But thanks very much. Good luck for the rest of the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. So it's nearly, nearly the end of the day now, and I'm here on the whale stand with Mark Wormsley. So Mark, tell me your, your job position in whale. Yeah, I'm John, I'm the RV director in whale. So I'm responsible for everything with, with wheels. Obviously our part of whale would be the marine side, but caravans would run spanker versions. That's my okay. area of focus. And obviously from Northern Ireland, great to hear the accent. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. So. A lot of people know, but just in case, Wales based just outside of Belfast, a town called Bangor, just 20 minutes outside of Belfast. So mm -hmm. that's a factory. That's where we make all our products, our heaters, our water pumps, plumbing, so on and so forth. So yeah, that's really good. Enough. And how busy have you been here today and yesterday? It's been really good, if I'm honest. It's what's so been so refreshing is getting back to the October show after three years. So we've been able to get front of our end users. So helping people with queries, questions, but also catching up with some of the caravan and motorhome manufacturers. I've actually seen people face-to-face -face again there, which has been great. So yeah, it's been an excellent opportunity to, to catch up with everybody in the industry again. Good. Really good. good. Really good. Yeah. And lots of consumers. Just with... 
the, the public as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's great. We we actually really like the shows. This gives us the opportunity to get out of the factory yeah. out and see the public, talk to them about their products, and just you know get, get a good feel of how people are using them, what they th- what they what they think, and just yeah, it's, been, it's, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. We, I mean, you do marine shows as well, don't you? We do, we do. The big one obviously coming up is oh. Mets in November. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of preparation going on in the background for that. Right. But yeah, we would do marine shows around the globe. Our focus for RV industry is UK and also continental Europe. Right. So on the RV side, obviously the caravan as well is another important one for us. Oh yeah. 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 Cool. That's fine. I'll let you, it's been a long day. I'll catch up with you in more depth after the show sometime. We'll have a proper chat yeah that'd be great job yeah lovely yeah yeah. okay cool thank you very much no problem thank you very welcome that's perfect yeah hello this is thursday my third day at the show but i've started off early and i'm now on the paint seal direct stand and i've forgotten your name so you have to introduce yourself i'm afraid yeah that's fine i'm I'm andy bradbury and obviously we run this business a family-run business we started this business 18 years ago Mm -hmm. in the legend industry lisa bradbury who you've met before yes essentially runs this day today right with her team our derbyshire officers and uh, yeah we've been this is our 36th show really so yeah we've been religiously every every years for it's about 19 years now I'm doing this. So, wow. um, yeah, we, we sort of know it well. Yeah. Certainly over the last, say, probably eight, 10 years, we've had the same stands at the February show. And then of course, again, at the October show. Right. So, so people know where we are. It's familiar. For anyone that hasn't heard of Paint Direct, what, what does your company do? Yeah. I mean, basically we, we specialize in the application of a, an exterior and interior coating to protect the exterior of your car and our motorhome mm-hmm. and also the interior fabrics. And, and the benefit of that, of course, is, you know, whether it's a new or a used, because we do, do do both, yeah. it just makes right, cleaning the, the, the vehicle <laughs> caravan and motor much easier. So when it's on, we put a ceramic coating, we pioneered ceramics from our automotive side of the business, because oh, yes. we have a very large automotive side where we deal with 18 motor manufacturers. So it really came from that, that when we launched the ceramic. Right. And uh, it's essentially a liquid glass. It's, you know, it's a Coca-Cola formula. It's really, you know, great stuff. And uh, yeah, we launched that back in 2012. And uh, we've been in it ever since. So the liquid glass, when it's put onto it by hand, by our guard, they are our own people. We don't subcontract, so they're all employed by us. We have a team of people. Mark here is with us on the stand today. He's been with us for 18 years. Wow. I think wow. The, the, the youngest one we've had has been with us 11 years. So, Gosh, you know, sign. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, and uh, we've got over 80,000 customers now where we've actually applied our products to and uh, lots of customers for fifth generation. They come back every two or three years when they change yeah. and they yeah. uh, request it again. So, yeah. so that's essentially what we do. It's, it's hand applied by our professionals and, and basically no more polishing, easy cleaning. That's yeah. the new one, a nice and shiny van. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we recognize as in caravanners ourselves, you know, you want to spend time with your family. Enjoying time out in these rather than spending hours and hours and hours. They're big things to clean, aren't they? They are. <laughs> yeah. You know, the roofs are a big area to get up there and oh, we, we yes. know they don't get as much attention as the rest of the van. So, so it's good for the van long term, particularly, I guess, when you come to resell it as well. Yeah, well, it does, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, we put a, a, a specific seal badge on the back of the vans and the notice, Ooh. you know, we see them, you know, in, in dealers Brand going in and they, they look great. And, yeah. uh, and of course, it's it's always a precursor when someone's looking at the second hand van. We've got one of those on. They you know, wonder why it looks so nice and it's still in, in great shape, shiny. Yeah. And, and easily clean. So, I mean, you will get black streaks, you know, uh, oh, from yeah. the aluminium, actually with water or, or the ones from under the windows. Yeah. But basically, they, they clean up a lot easier without biting in. Oh. So that's that's really the purpose of it. And of course, inside, we spend a lot of time in them. So we eat, we drink, you know, we're lying on them. Yes. The fabric protection we use is the market-leading global product. It's a, it's a Teflon 
base product, Duplock Teflon product. Right. And, uh, you know, it's non-aerosol, so there's no irritants. So people oh. with eczema or asthma lying on the seats, it's, it's really important. I don't realise that you did interiors as yeah, well. Lots yeah, lots of fabric protectors. Out. In fact, most of them, and, and those that are, that, that are available out there, many cases are coming out of an aerosol tin. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, the CFCs in those and VOC, which is volatile or kind of compound. So okay. we want to avoid that in areas where literally you see t- seating, lying, sleeping. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so in so, direct contact with it. Very much yeah. so. So, you know, we pride ourselves on the interior protection as well. Cause it's really important, but you know, we've had customers that spill wine on the seats and all sorts of nasties that come on there. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> yeah, as you would, and um, foodstuffs and all sorts of things. Yeah. It can be toast, jam, whatever, chocolate, and it all cleans out. So really we're cool. trying to maintain the, the look and feel of the van to give it that new feel for as long as possible. Because yeah. then it does, as you said, affects the value when they come to trade it in uh, on their next Absolutely. One. So good so protection, yes. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. And uh, so how's the show going for you? Are you yeah, really You're in good. a good position here. Yeah, yeah, well, again, we, 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 in Hall 7, we're near the door on the right, and in Hall 1 at the uh, the February show, mm. again, we're right at the door. So we've had those stands for a number of years. We pride ourselves on the way we put it together, so we've got a distinct look so people know where to, to, to find us and see us. Ooh. But yeah, this show actually, I believe we've got 19,000 in today. Is it? Uh, so the numbers are there. But it's been a, a nice steady flow. Tuesday was, was very busy. Mm, yes. All the way through, I looked at right. my watch, it's 10 to 5. Where did that wow. go? I know. Yeah. And lots of customers coming on and signing up. And of course, we support our dealers as well. They obviously promote our products. So we're here to, to see their customers as well. Yeah, and uh, and yesterday was a late start. I think it was about eleven thirty before it really got going, and then again, pretty busy, pretty busy day for us. Right, you've got a very busy weekend coming up. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, this is the, the precursor for fingers crossed for a busy weekend, but yeah. it usually is busy. I mean, you get uh, you know the people that are coming out and they're coming for a reason, aren't they? Yeah. So, I mean, how does this compare to previous years of the show? I know we haven't had obviously years. Yeah. Well, pre-COVID, the shows were, you know, you'd have some shows some days, and some days were very quiet. Other days, it's bunching in the aisles. It was all a little bit sort of, you know, all or nothing type of thing we yeah. experienced. But the the previous last that show we just had February, yes. where they pre-sold the, the, the tickets, I think that made quite a difference because it was a steady flow right from the doors open. And you could just see that stream. So it was manageable. It was comfortable. We had time to talk to this customer, the next one, the next one, the next one. And it just flowed. So we did notice that after COVID, the way that the tickets, I believe, have been, been sold, okay, it, so it, it, it's controlled, I think, the way it's done now. And, uh, and again, seems to be the same. We're, what, two, three days in? So it's far, the yeah. same. So. Well, it feels like it's been quite a long show already, but yeah, we are only three days in. Yeah. Well, no, that's an interesting observation, actually. Yeah, yeah well, Someone else has said that as well, so yeah. you're, you're not alone. Yeah, so, and, and it's, it's nice because, you know, you want you want time to talk to customers when they come on, and there's nothing yeah. worse than you rushing to get the next one and the next one. You, you got to, are you missing you, people? Oh, and, and of course, people disappear and they come back later, so yeah. all just disappear. So, yeah, yeah and I think that's probably the for everybody on that. At the show, no one is right. selling their cameras and low trump, etc., and accessories. So, yeah, it's working very well. So, you're here to just reinforce your brand, see, see existing customers, and obviously sell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're in it. So, you have, to be, yeah, you have to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're here for our existing customers and come and talk to us. They buy their aftercare products that they need. They talk to us about the next purchase or something that, that, that they're looking at. And, mm. yeah, I mean, you know, we have a visitor book. Customers come in and we love it when customers say, oh, it's four years and it's still going strong. And they sign the book and put a little comments in there. And 
Because that's how a business is born, isn't it? Really, it's all about reputation and and it's absolutely uh, really good. That, that, in in yeah. this industry, yeah. which is very different to our automotive side, right? You know, in this industry, people will have the time to talk amongst themselves on campsites. And, oh yes. and they, you know, word gets around. So yes, you know, if your products aren't really up to scratch, they'll soon <laughs> get caught out. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but on the flip side of that, it's very nice because word of mouth is the way we've grown this business. Brilliant. We continue to grow. Yeah. So we're, we're very grateful for that. But I have to say, you know, I've at least a lot of times she's one of the friendliest. People person, people person you could ever come across, really. Yeah. I'm sure that must be part of your It, it is. Well, appeal. the thing is, we, we, we got into this industry 18 years ago. We had a caravan and my little boys were little and, you know, we put products on our caravan and people used to comment, how do you keep your van so clean? And we thought, do you know what? We really should be doing this in, the, in this industry because the automotive industry has been doing this since 1985. So that's how it started. And, uh, and basically, uh, you know, it was really born from that. There was a need for it. And of course, we've been here all this time and we know people come and go and competitors come in and out. And they, they, but we know what we do. We stand yeah. by, you know, uh, our products and we stand by uh, the team that's behind it. But it is a family run business, you know, right. and I think people appreciate that really. So yeah. customers king, you know, yes. and, and that's how we are across all of our business. So, yeah. yeah. And, and in this industry, I think it's really important. So, Excellent. yeah, we're here for all when they come in and we've got some lovely customers. Love that. Love Cool. So, well, lovely. I won't take up any more of your time. Yeah, nice to, see, nice yeah. to catch up with you. I'm, I'm off home today, but I will be thinking of you over the weekend. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely packed with all the half-term kids in as well. So good, yeah. good luck with that. Well, it's a family family show. Yeah. Isn't it? So the yeah. weekends, we don't mind the kids. Yeah. Uh, it's all part of it, isn't it? Excellent. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah. Thank you. you. So, hello, Matt, at long last motorhome, Matt, another <laughs> podcaster at the Caravan Show. It's great to meet you at last in the flesh. I know, same here, same for you. <laughs> you're as not well. just a voice in my ear. But you've been a hard man to track down at the show. You've been a busy, busy man. You've never yeah. been on your stand. No, I know. I'm meant to be on the stand a bit more than we have been, I must confess. But right. we've just been overwhelmed with people that want to talk to us. It's been great. So, Fantastic. lots of content being created. Almost every half an hour, we're interviewing someone oh, different. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a busy week. And remind me, how many episodes have you done now? We are approaching 50, I think, like 40 something. So we've, we've successfully pushed out an episode every week since December. Wow. Yeah. I only started in July, so I'm up to about 16. But having gone through all that planning stage to get to the launch stage, yeah. getting to 16 feels like quite an achievement, actually. Well, it happened by accident <laughs> for us because yeah. we, uh, we took inspiration from a company down under, I can't remember if they're in Australia or New Zealand, a company called Snowies, and they're like a B&Q warehouse type outdoor camping business, yeah. fantastic business. And they have a superb podcast. And Maddie, who works with me, says, oh, Matt, you're going to want to do a podcast next, aren't you? And I said, I would love to. I said, but we don't have the resource. We don't have the, you know, the facility to do it, all the expertise. Yeah. And then an old friend of mine, Keith, retired from the BBC oh. and listened to something we'd pushed out on YouTube and said, I've just listened to that. It was really good. Have you considered a podcast? And Keith now has podcast production business. So he makes it easy for me yes as do the rest of the team i just get to do the fun bit yeah and you've got a whole team around you i'm very envious i've got a, an editor that does make makes it sound nice for me yeah but that's that's it so far but it's early days we'll see how we go yeah yeah, yeah. i mean we've gone all out i have to say yes so we've got our own tv studio a base wow. we have our own cameraman and editor right. jordan's filming us now oh, yeah. and then there's us a support team around that. Maddie has taken over all the digital marketing from me. Brilliant. I thought I was quite good at it. She's much better at it than me. Well, <laughs> they don't tell her I said that. But you've got a business behind this as well. Your motorhome. Yeah. Motorhome holiday company. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's where it all started. Yeah. So that's primarily a motorhome hire business based yes. in Bristol. Yes. And we do some motorhome sales as well. Right. So we launched that leisure shop.com mm -hmm. last year. You know, as all the high street shops are closing, let's open one, I thought. So yeah. it's a bricks and mortar shop in North Somerset. Is it? 
yeah. and online. And online is really growing. And that's its future. Yeah. It's real growth online. Yeah. And hopefully some growth in the bricks and mortar as well. Yeah. And we have a motorhome and caravan storage business too. Oh, okay. But you've also done a lot of motorhoming as well. You've got a lot of experience. You know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm yeah. a bit of a nerd and often <laughs> referred to as such. I've, I think we count up. I've owned 19 motorhomes. Wow, personally really and really. over 185 through the hire business wow or we've managed them through the hire business they're yeah. not all ours yeah so yeah and they're all sorts lots of european motomes yeah several british manufacturers as well so we've we've hired them we've sold fixed them mm -hmm. and we've used them a lot yeah. cool i worked out last night that it's just about 30 years 1992 i started as a journalist on practical caravan magazine Right. Suddenly that's quite a milestone. I was six years old then. Don't no, say that. Uh, I met somebody last night who said they weren't even born then. I went, thanks very much for that. <laughs> I was in my 20s. Yeah. Yeah, I've been as well. been in the industry yeah. a long time. Yeah, long, I've been in the car industry as well. Yeah. In, in 15 years in the middle of that as well. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I couldn't resist coming back to this. because uh, No, really it's such it. a But I mean, I've grown up with it through family holidays, etc. So now with my family. So we did a motorhome holiday in the summer down yeah. to Southwest France, which was, which was great. Yeah, Very really, good. really loved it, really loved it. Yeah. Right. I won't take up any more of your time. I think that's probably yeah. enough. But well done for raising the profile of po podcasting in this sector. I'll, Thank you. I'll carry yeah. on doing the same as well. Yeah, same to you. And yeah. the next time I'm down your way, I'll try and pop in and see your, yeah. see your business. We'll come and pop down. Yeah. And and we have we'll, great coffee. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> and we'll try and have a longer chat another time. That'd be really Brilliant. good, John. Really Thank good you. to see you. Thank you very you much too. for your time. Thank take you. Care. Cheers. There we go. It was a fantastic show, as I said. And I think, as you can hear from all those interviews, everyone seems to be having a really good show. And I thought it was a really good observation that because ticket sales are only sold online in advance, that therefore sort of manages the quantities of visitors each day. And everyone seems to seems to feel that that's creating a better, a nicer, better flow of visitors to the show. So that's really good. Right, I am going to lose my voice soon if I carry on. It's definitely time to pack it in. I will. I'll leave it there and speak to you soon. Thanks very much for listening. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it and would really appreciate it if you could share it with as many people as possible. Even better, please give me a five-star review in iTunes. It'd be a great help. If you'd like me to interview you, want to suggest someone to interview, or are interested in sponsoring this podcast, or want to get in touch with me for any reason, please drop me a line at john at rawlingscommunications.com or message me on Instagram at rawlings underscore comms. Thanks very much. Bye for now.